And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I'm Kevin, here alongside my sister Mary. What's up, everybody? And this week we continue on. We are almost done, people. We are almost there. (laughs) Uh, Season 9, Episodes 17 and 18 of The Office, The Farm and Promo. Yes. Now, before we start this week, Mary, if people didn't listen last week, tell them what we talked about. So, guys, we watched the terrible episodes of Episode 15, Couples Discount, (laughs) where Andy comes back and ruins literally everything that's been going good in the office for the last three months. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so basically he Wallace comes lets back. him keep his job. Yeah, Wallace, oh wait, I'm sorry, jump yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, Jim and Pam spend Valentine's Day with the boom Mike Bryan who cradled Pam's head when she was <laughs> sobbing, apparently. That's such a bitch. Um, and Jim finds out that him and his wife were... Not intimate. I don't want to no, say intimate, intimate. They shared intimate details. Yeah, though. intimate moments, but mm-hmm. not physically intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy's back. Da 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 da. David Wallace doesn't know that he was gone for three months. Everybody hates him again. Aaron breaks up with him. He's a toxic as fuck motherfucker, and convinces her to stay with him, even though she's not happy. He'll be happy. And then Plop tells Aaron he wants her to be happy. She kisses him. She goes and breaks up with Andy and David Wallace hears that he's been gone for three months. Which leads to the next episode where... Moving on. Andy's getting chewed out by Wallace. Um, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Andy and or Plop and Aaron tell Andy he needs to move the they fuck on. They give him a on. speech. They give him a speech like their They parents. lecture him. Yeah. yeah hardcore. <clears throat> so Andy does what any you know reasonable adult does. And he calls their exes up to come and terrorize them in the workplace. And I'm okay with it. Yeah, Andy's actually validated yeah. in this maneuver and here. Go Gabe. Yeah. Who I've missed. <laughs> Gabriel, this Susan, Lewis return to us, everybody. I have missed Gabe Thank this season God. so much. I've missed him. Yes, he underrated. He, man. So underrated. He was great. Um, let's see what else. Oh, Pam goes down to Philly for an interview and sees a Michael Carbon copy. Um. Angela and Dwight hang out at his Aunt Shirley's farm, and she bathes her and presents her like a lady. Then Dwight tries to tell her, like, you should come back to me, and she says no. She shuts him down. Yep. And then, yeah, Gabe saves the episode. That's all you gotta know. Yeah, we're just gonna leave it at that. But then the guys... Oh, and Toby gets strangled by the Scranton Strangler at the prison. How could we forget? Yes. Um, Yeah, so... Let's see. Oh, and Pam tells Jim that she doesn't want to move to Philly. Yeah. And then we catch a sneak peek that there's a uh, preview coming mm-hmm. for The Office, an American workplace. Their documentary coming to WVIA, <laughs> yeah. Public Service. So that brings us to episode 17, The Farm, which we should note. So this one's different. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, and I just learned this, it is a backdoor pilot. Yes. For a... Uh, Possible spinoff. Spinoff in- involving Dwight and the farm. Yes. So that is why this one is the way it is. It's even filmed... Differently. It's not even filmed like the documentary. Yeah. It's filmed like An a sitcom. An sitcom, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't have the whole... Well, there's I mean, they still do. They still head. well. They still do the talking heads and yeah. everything with like the people involved here. But it's not the same setup. No, it's almost. And the thing is, it's just to introduce these characters yeah. in case the spinoff gets picked up. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's pretty much the long and short of it. This episode is trash. <laughs> we'll talk about it now. So go ahead, Bear. All right, guys. So in the cold open, Dwight comes in dressed like an 1800s banker with <laughs> <Mr>. two banks. <laughs> like he's looking. He's Seriously. trying to steal toppings off a kid. Like fuck. So he comes in with two buckets of dirt, and he announces that his aunt Shirley died. Jim offers his condolences, and Dwight says, "Keep them." <laughs> the two bu- buckets. Um, are to be utilized to inv- either invite somebody to the funeral or to tell them to stay away during his time of mourning. Yeah, to give him If it's distance. red, you're invited to the funeral, and if it's black, you're not invited. Um, so Oscar, like, he goes around and he's throwing dirt in people's faces. Yeah. And, um, and they let it happen. Yeah. Which is the weirdest part. Everybody's, like, welcoming it. Yeah. So then Oscar... Like, it comes to Oscar, and he goes to grab a handful of black dirt, and he goes, oh, thank God. And Toy's like, excuse me? <laughs> and so he's like, I just, I have a workout, a workout class or a training session this Saturday, but if you really want me there, I'll be there. 
So, of course, Dwight purposely throws red dirt in his face. Mm-hmm. So then Dwight makes, he throws dirt, black dirt in Pam's face, even though he did like a fake out to Jim. Yeah, it was like a Steve Nash pass. Yeah, he did. And then he literally made a coffee and dirt ball to throw in Jim's face. Mm-hmm. And that's where our cold open ends right before Jim gets the dirt and, ball and in his face. Dwight's screaming, Aah! It's like the end of Rambo or some fucking thing. <laughs> So now, um, episode starts, we're on Dwight's farm. Okay, so this first segment is the only thing I think I awarded points to in this episode. Why? Because Moe's is singing Oh What a Beautiful Morning from the musical Oklahoma? (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) Strumming a guitar. There's a bright golden Golden haze on the meadow. Oh my god. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. I was fucking dying. And then he goes, Zeke's here. (laughs) And their high-pitched cousin Zeke yes, rolls who up. who used to be Gabor. I, yeah, I thought his name was Gabor. It I, was Gabor yeah. in Junior Salesman. <laughs> That's what fucking, like, fucked me up for a second. I was like, wait, 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 wait. What? His mm-hmm. name was Gabor, which still made no sense. Zeke, a little bit more sense, but still a little out there. <laughs> Zeke the plumber. Oh, salute your That's what I think of. I, re- I was thinking about that episode around Halloween time. Same. Because, like, he didn't have a nose, correct me? Correct. Wrong? Okay. And he had, like, this fisherman's hat and mm-hmm. a mustache. Kind of yep. looked like, uh... Man, yes. I don't, I'll think about it. Kind of... No, I was going to say the, the when Robin of Loxley dresses up in Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's Mark Twain, though. That's a totally different <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. Anyway, oh, my God. Sorry. Anyway, so um, a motorcycle with a sidecar pulls up, and it's Gabor. No, it's Zeke. Zeke, I'm sorry. <laughs> Their cousin. Um, and so Moe's, he goes, are you coming, Moe's? And Moe's goes, will there be ghosts there? <laughs> and then he's just like, whatever, man. They fight over who's going to ride in the sidecar, and then... Eventually, we just see them both driving on the motorcycle with Zeke in the back. Clinging to Dwight. Yeah. Um, so now a red convertible pulls up while they're at the grave site. And he goes, in the oh, middle of a field. In the middle of a field. And he goes, oh, that's my brother Jeb. And he literally parks in the actual grave. Yeah. And what's the song that's playing? Oh, my God. It was like this 80s song. Yeah. What the fuck 80s was 80s or 90s, what like pop rock. I can't oh remember. Oh, my God. Because I did hear it and I didn't write it down. Shit. I know. I thought you would. No, I didn't. It was fantastic, though, guys. All I know is that <laughs> Oscar's there. Mm-hmm. And Dwight's like, what are you doing here? Because you invited me. And he goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, uh, Dwight laughs. Like, the whole dirt thing was just to throw dirt at his coworkers. Yeah. He's just like, oh, Oscar took it seriously. <laughs> So now we're back at the office and Packer walks in. What's the first thing he says to Aaron? I don't know. What does he say? Oh, <laughs> I've missed your little Chinese eyes. Tiny little Chinese eyes. What? So, Todd Packer. I didn't think we'd, I didn't think we'd see him again. I know. Happy... After he got fired in Tallahassee. <laughs> I'm happy we do see him. Because <laughs> he is worth another star in this episode. Ooh. But, go ahead. So that's at least two stars from Kevin, guys. Uh. Uh, one and a half stars <laughs> from Kevin. It's close. Anyway. <laughs> So now Todd set, uh, walks in and he announces that he's in recovery. He's on step eight of Alcoholics Anonymous and step nine of Narcotics Anonymous. <laughs> and that he's here to make amends. And that um, he starts going through details. Like, because Kevin's just like, we accept. And he's like, no, I have to actually, like, go through. So, like, I'm sorry I talked about you overweight, Phyllis, you being overweight in front of your face and behind your back. He goes, actually, that goes for all you fatties. And this kid right here. Yeah, Stanley, Kevin, this kid right here in a few years, he points to Clark. (laughs) And um, everybody's just like, dude, you're just saying insults at this point. What Mm -hmm. the fuck? So he says that he went to Nipples, actually Nibbles, (laughs) in the Steamtown Mall and bought them all cupcakes to make their amends. Pam suggests that before accepting them, they should all meet to discuss it. So now we're back at the funeral, and there's a German or Pennsylvania Dutch reverend. <laughs> Very, yes. Um, and Jeb, he, like, he's talking, he's saying the eulogy or whatever, and Jeb is tasting the dirt, says that it's crap soil. Mm-hmm. Him and Dwight go back and forth. Um, and then it's like apparently a family tradition to just state facts about her. Yeah, they're just descript- descriptions. You were 5'4 when you were alive, or at the beginning, at one point in your life, and then at the end you were 5'1". You had black hair and then gray. Yeah, like, like weird shit, man. Mm-hmm. So now Dwight's sister, Fanny, arrives with her son, Cammy, and Oscar says that she's beautiful, and Zeke's just like, I don't know, she's not that pretty. <laughs> Which, that's his cousin, I'm, so... I'm on Zeke's side. I would hope that she wasn't that pretty. <laughs> 
So now, um, a man with five women in the bed of his truck pulls up graveside, <laughs> and um, Dwight is flirting with one of the women named Esther, and they're there to pay her respect, pay their respects. Um, they're on their way to town because she needed yarn. Yeah, need yarn. And uh, people in okay in Western PA they have those accents. They don't have them here though. No, there's no crackers here. <laughs> no, <laughs> mom, I'll wait to get some yarn from yeah. town. Like this isn't Mississippi, guys. Yeah, I understand they say between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh it's Alabama. Yeah, but it's not that bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> <You know>? no. <laughs> so now he says like, oh, did anybody mention her height? Yeah. Shirley had a 1,600-acre farm. Which, 1,600 acres? It's massive. What? Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> and he's like, you bordered six, including your nephews, Dwight, and mine. And that's pretty much that's it. it. And he puts his hat on and takes yeah. off. And uh, so now the priest <clears throat> then goes to hand Fanny a shotgun. And she's like, oh, I don't think we need to do that. And Dwight explains that in the past, uh, they've buried some heavy sleepers. And when the grave robbers found scratch marks inside the casket, they decided to make sure that their dead were actually dead <laughs> with a few buck shots. <laughs> yep. And he flips open the casket and shoots like four shots and then Oscar's like, that's it, I'm done. <laughs> he like runs away as <laughs> Dwight like, shoots this corpse. He's like, the fuck is happening here? <laughs> so now back at the office, they're meeting about Packer. Pam doesn't think that they should accept it and she's like, what's the price of our dignity? $2.50? And then we have a weird moment with Creed where he's like, three seventy-five a piece, three sixty-seven if you get a dozen. And he says that he never forgets a number. Yep. Names, no chance. Faces, good luck. Numbers, he doesn't forget them. That's why he's an accountant. <laughs> so now um, Clark then introduces himself to Packer because he's not in the meeting because he doesn't know him. Mm-hmm. And um, Packer then starts apologizing for calling him a fatty, fatty, fat kid, basically. <laughs> And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm starting to apologize for things that are only in my head now. <laughs> and he gives him a cupcake. Mm-hmm. So now Stanley stands up for Packer and says that basically they've done enough to him. They got him fired. They sent him down to Tallahassee. As a joke. As a joke. <clears throat> and then they figure out that the only reason that they're about to forgive Packer is because of the cupcake. Yeah, because they're all fatties. Yeah. Because if they got them from, like, ShopRite, then they wouldn't even be a discussion. But because they're from Nibbles. Um, Nibbles nibbles that they're actually like giving him a chance yawn sorry guys i thought i heard your stomach growl too a lot of noises yeah. coming over there <laughs> shit's going weird man <laughs> shit's getting left um so anyway they decide that nobody's gonna eat them so now like at the funeral like repass i'm assuming um well no they're doing the it's the um will, will reading the will yeah yeah um it's a video of Aunt shirley and she's like, you're such a disappointment, Fanny, a single mama in the city. And Dwight's like, amen to that. <laughs> um, and Jeb, you're a pot farmer. And he's like, I bought a nine-acre worm farm off a of Californian. <laughs> Apparently a worm is a different thing out there. <laughs> and now I'm in uh, pain management, smoking of pain management. <laughs> um, so then she basically has some terms that if Dwight, Fanny, and Jeb all come home, they get to keep her 16-acre farm, or 1,600-acre farm. And there's the basis for a spinoff. Yep. Three, ding, 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 three ding, totally ding. different people coming together to run a farm. And it's Dwight. You know him. Yeah, you like Dwight, that kooky little man. On Thursdays, must-see TV, <laughs> right before Parks and Rec, oh. with the I horrible like Amy Poehler. I like Parks Amy and Amy Poehler's Rec. awful, though. Ron Swanson's great, though. Am I wrong? Amy Poehler sucks. She's she's like the weak link on that show. She's a, she's a star of the show. Yeah, and she's the weak link too. Yeah, she's the least talented or entertaining. All person. right. So anyway, I like uh, Jerry Gurgis or whatever his name is. What's his name? Gurgle Jagger. Jerry Gurgis. Gurg- but they, they give him like fifteen yeah. names, right? Yeah. Well, his real name is Gary, but they call him That's Jerry. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's right. So now, uh, let's see. Where was I? Oh, so Dwight tries to convince his siblings to move back home so that they can get the farm. Yep. And Fanny is not on board. She said that it lacks a sophistication <clears throat> that she and Cammie are accustomed That's to. That's her son. Yes. And that um, the men just have a willful ignorance. Mm. And then we get a talking home with her and she's like, yeah, it's so funny you ask. Actually, I, I am a poet. I have written some. And a I, feminist poet, yeah, right? I, she's a... Well, she, 
she says, I am, actually, I am published. Do I have a copy? Yes, I do have a yeah, copy God. right here. I've it's met like, so many people like It's this. like Hartford, Connecticut's Women's Quarterly yeah, or something, yeah. dot com, <laughs> that she yeah. was published on. And what's the name of the poem? Willful Ignorance. Willful Ignorance. Oh, I've met so many people like that who talk <laughs> just like offhandedly about like their art their or something they do. And then they're like, oh, here you go. Like they're passing out business cards. Like, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> but anyway. Hey, that's how they do it, man. No, you do it in an upfront way. <laughs> like, there's too many people under there who are condescending and think other people are stupid. Oh, yeah. So that would be like if your husband... Well, they're bad salesmen. This is like if your husband is out. You guys go out with your friends or something like that, and he's just like, oh, I don't know if you heard about my band. Uh, we play <laughs> this music. We've played here and there and that. Yeah. And this is the type of music we do. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Here's a demo CD. And he pulls it out of his back pocket. That's exactly what it is. Oh, thank God I'm not married to that guy. <laughs> we know that guy. I know that we guy. We know that guy. I've thank played God shows. I'm not married to that guy. I've played shows with that guy. <laughs> But I digress. Anyway, Jeb is not interested, though. But they decide that they'll stay a few nights to think it over. So now Zeke is... Like, He's such Zeke an ugly appears. man. He really is. <laughs> Zeke appears because he like Dwight's trying to force his sister. And he's like, you will say yes on one, two, three. Or three, two, one. And they all say yes. And then Zeke appears on the couch. And he's like, yeah! <laughs> and he says, growing up with yeah. Dwight and Moe's was really hard. Dwight was obviously the cool one. Moe's the visionary, so it leaves him as the comedian. Moe's the visionary. <laughs> I love that. Just that thought yeah. made me giggle so much. <laughs> like He's like, he knows that he invented a certain type of soil or yeah. something. <laughs> I worked at Dow Chemicals. People person. <laughs> People person. <laughs> anyway. So now uh, we see a bunch of these... Oh, the fucking jug band song. Okay, listen, we're... I'm gonna just say it. You see a bunch of hicks on the front oh. porch playing weird fucking well, like, like washboards blowing yeah, into jugs, an accordion, yeah. fucking tuba, a, just a guitars, snare drum, guitars. Yeah, like it's and the song has been stuck in my head. We'll melt our mouths with cinnamon. You know that, that oh, whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's sons stuck and daughters. Yeah, something, it, something. It's not the worst. Like by the water. It's like an Americana song. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But, um, so Dwight is doing a talk over, talk over? What uh, the fuck? Voice over. Voice over talking head, yes. What the fuck, Mary? Walkie talkie. So anyway, um, about the power of nostalgia and that it's basically the strongest thing. It's a great human weakness. Yes. <laughs> the and greatest of human I'll weakness. I'll be honest with you. I could talk for hours. I think we on the show we've talked about nostalgia. Yeah. And I think it's a big part of why the show is so revered. We because of the glowing it. embers of nostalgia. We talked about it during the banker episode when the guy oh, came and that's it was a right. clip show. And it was just all the old shit. Yeah. And it's like, here's three second clips that make you think you like this show a lot more than you really <laughs> do. At least for me. So anyway, Esther is there playing the accordion on the step up from Dwight. Yeah, Esther is the hot daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she looks like fucking Swiss Miss or something. She really does. Yeah. Like legitimately. So now this is where Fanny says that she, you know, forgot about this old custom. Okay. Anyway. No, go ahead. Like, I'm sorry, but what fucking country or custom did this come from? I'm going to have to go back down to the Amish and talk to them. Seriously. (laughs) I love it. No, this, this seems like something that'd be... Something 14, in the 1700s. I was going to say, no, I was going to say like 1450s Eastern Europe, like Transylvania. In the poor, in the poor <laughs> Romania, yeah, yeah, definitely. So anyway, Dwight lays down crow beaks in front of her, and that means that he's interested in courting her. And if she shows interest back, she has to destroy the beaks. And so she like... Which she does. She steps yeah. on them and destroys like them. Like she's putting out a butt on the sidewalk. Yeah, and Dwight like starts drumming like yeah, he's all aroused. excited. Oh, God. <laughs> So, um, Packer now is back at the office and he apologizes to Meredith for screwing her. And she says, why? I knew it was happening. Like, I knew it was going on. He goes, no, that was my rock bottom. <laughs> that was so awesome. <laughs> I love him. So now Kevin and Phyllis are still struggling to ignore the cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Packer decides he's, he's going to leave. Um, but as he's leaving, he explains to the camera as he's sitting on the back of his convertible with the license plate well hung. He's still got the William Hung license he does, plate. Um, that he spent six hours meticulously taking the icing and decorations off of every cupcake and lacing them with some legal, some illegal drugs, some constipators, some diarrheals. Laxatives. Laxatives. Diarrheals. <laughs> I like so that, that works too. I like that. Um, 
And yeah, so he's like, you know, you don't get away with just firing fucking the, pa- fucking the Pac-Man yeah. over. So um, he leaves yeah. and everyone eats their cupcakes basically, and Pam's yeah. all like in a tizzy. She's like, like all proud of everybody, and yeah. everybody's literally downing them. Yeah, she turns like, around, everybody's like icing on their she's face. She's like, what the fuck, guys? So now Dwight and his nephew. Cammy. Is this is this overnight? Is this way this in the morning? This must be like four in the morning. Okay, that's what I thought. He has like a headlamp yeah, on. Yeah, he has a headlamp on. I'm assuming he has to do all of this before he goes into work each day. Before sunrise. Yeah. So Dwight is collecting chicken eggs. The kid's asking him a bunch of questions. It seems like him and Dwight have like literally never had a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dwight shows him, like he puts a, a goat up on... Like a milking station, and the kid asks if it's a cow. Yeah. And I love Dwight. Did you really just ask me if this was a cow? <laughs> this is like, the part that's filmed like a sitcom. Yeah. And like, there's no, I like, they're not even pretending there's a film crew there yeah, or anything. Nothing. Like this, this is whole just scene naturally. Where Dwight is just showing this kid the farm. Yeah. Um, he tries to milk the goat, and he said, "You suck. Get out of there. Mm. I'll do it myself." Now Pam arrives the next morning. And Aaron's, like, super subdued. Mm-hmm. And Pam's just like, you know what, guys? Now, this is where I feel like Pam is, like, the hoity-toity cunt. Oh, whoa! All right, we're No, doing because this she's thing. like, you know what, guys? I did some soul-searching. <laughs> I talked to my yoga master about it. Like, this is, like... She should have walked in with a Starbucks and Lulu Lemon. Seriously, <laughs> Something like that, yeah. She's like, I talked it over with Jim. I talked it over with my sister. Like... Why the fuck does your sister care? She consulted people. <laughs> Seriously. And she's like, I really thought about it last night. And if Packer doesn't know, then I guess it's no harm. I'm going to eat cupcake. the cupcake. And apparently, apparently, everybody's had a rough night. Yeah. She, Phyllis is like, I don't give a fuck what you do. Just stop talking. Mm-hmm. And um, She ordered thousands of dollars of American doll gear. American girl dolls. Yeah, whatever. Clothes. Yeah. Thousands of dollars. Um. That some people got stoned. People, some, Nelly some clogged people the got, toilet. Yeah, some people got diarrhea. Stanley says he went four times. <laughs> some people got both. Angela, hot yeah. image. <laughs> and Andy and Kevin basically hung out at the office and like were on LSD the entire night. <laughs> yeah. Switch clothing. Yeah, Kevin was doing like fat guy in a little coat with like Andy's <laughs> pants. Um, and then Pam goes to throw out her cupcake after hearing all of this, and because Clark's like, I went fucking caroling in March, and then I fertilized some, di- some bushes. Not my best night. Not my worst, though. I've had worse. And uh, he's like, Packer laced every cupcake. So Pam goes to throw it out, and Kevin takes it and eats it, and he goes, I know what I'm about, Pam. Yeah, he's like, like I know what I'm getting It's worth for. the cupcake. Yeah. And uh, so now we're back. Packer's now in Philly with Jim and Daryl <laughs> making amends. Yeah. And Jim and Daryl are like, wow, Red Velvet. That's so cool, <laughs> man. All excited. And he's and Jim's like, I want to apologize too. And Packer's like, oh, don't. <laughs> Just don't. So now I guess Fanny is getting ready to leave with Cammy, And now Cammy is able to properly shake Dwight's hand. Like because, a man. Because at the beginning, he shook his hand at the funeral. And like the kid like took, like, two fingers and, like, put it on his hand. He's like, what the fuck is this, Fanny? He, ha- he had what our father... Refers uh, to as the fish... The fish hand. The fish hand. Which my dad coined from meeting several politicians <laughs> who... Uh, they did, did not have firm handshakes. No, that's a, that's a real deal, man. No, it absolutely is. And it's very strange when somebody's like, oh, you have a good handshake for a woman, and I'm like... You broads... You've okay. been, you, I forgot you broads play sports now. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they let you out of the kitchen these what, days. What next? They're going to want you to vote? That's Seriously. So fucking adorable. I've actually had people say that to me. Like, oh, you have a firm handshake for a woman. I'm like, for a woman. That's so sexist. Just say you have a nice firm handshake. Well, you know, women are known for dainty wrists. Yeah. I mean, the strongest thing a woman does is hold a frying pan, right? Fuck you. Shake I'm not my shaking hand. your hand. Shake I'm fucking hand. with it. No. Fucking okay, here. Oh, that, oh, it's kind of bony, though. I'm sorry. That's weird. There's not a lot of heft to it. It's strong, but bony. It's like if Skeletor was like on a job interview. Guys, just to let you know, I am not a size six by any means, no. so I don't know where he's getting a bony. I, it's bony. Well, it's not skinny, but it's bony. That's <laughs> 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 how a lot of guys I like their like women. I feel like Gabe Lewis yeah, exactly. his ass right he's now. He's like being laid on by a skeleton. Two warm pumpkins. <laughs> So anyway, um, it ends with Dwight, Fanny, and Jeb deciding to keep the farm. And they walk together into yeah. the sunrise. 
And fuck this episode. Okay, I gave it... Oh, I even threw the paper away already. Wow. I gave it a 1.3. Oh my god, seriously? I fucking hated it. I hated the whole farm thing. I gave it a 3. Okay. I love Packer being back. Okay. I think him lacing the cupcakes is fucking hilarious. I really did like seeing the insanity, which is Dwight's family. And I... Like, everybody being drugged was fantastic. I really enjoyed I it. I didn't like... It... Because it wasn't an episode of The Office, you know. Yeah, but we there was had no those. there was no Jim and Daryl, right? Yeah, there was. Well, like that two that second, one, that two yeah. second clip. So there was none of that. There was no uh, Aaron, Andy. Like the last episode we had was Armageddon in The Office for Dude, relationships. It's season nine, okay? They're trying to make their money up right <sighs> but, now. Like it was Armageddon for every relationship. Dwight and Angela, uh, Jim and uh, Pam. The three-way with Plop and Aaron and Andy. And Gabe was there. Did Gabe get fired? I don't fucking know because everything was on well, the fucking farm. he was just farm. hired as a managing consultant, so I'm assuming but, he did. But this episode was all about these hillbillies yeah. on a farm. And the thing with Packer... Everybody knows Packer is like my favorite character. Yeah. Do you remember... Okay, so you've seen The Big Lebowski? Yes. You know at the end when the dude, Walter, and... Uh, Spoiler alert. Steve Buscemi... <laughs> Theodore Car- or Donald Theodore Carabatsas, yeah. they walk out of the bowling alley and the dude's car is on fire and the nihilists are standing there and the dude just says, well, they finally did it. They killed my fucking car. <laughs> At the end of this episode, I was like, well, they finally did it. They killed my fucking enthusiasm. <laughs> like, they even made Todd Packer, like, it's just like, because the stuff he did, he did the insults with, like, the apologies or whatever, mm-hmm. but most of the episode... He was, like, out in the office, like, hanging with Clark, and they were just, like, debating in the conference room. And then he left. Like, he had the Meredith line, which was funny or whatever, but, like, they didn't maximize the potential of Packer at all. So, like, that left me... Wanting uh, more. Yeah, and, like, the farm stuff, like I said, I just wasn't into seeing Dwight do farm stuff with his nephew and his unappealing siblings... Zeke's cool. Like, yeah. like I said, the, the part Zeke with... Zeke slash Gabor the, and Moe's. The part with Moe's on the porch doing Oklahoma was <laughs> fucking hilarious. And the, the funeral stuff was cool, too, with like, mm-hmm. the gun and that. But, like, for most of all, I'm just like, this is an introduction for people who will never have their own show. Yeah. I don't care. I'm sorry. It's a 1.3. This is one of the most lackluster episodes they did. I'm sorry. What You make your point. No, I, I just said I enjoyed it. That's all. But you don't have any points? No, I can understand oh. your points. It's just I was entertained by it. That's fair. I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, different strokes for different folks. Absolutely. You know, the, the firm grips among us and the bony finger digits. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll bring us to the next episode, uh, 18 of season 9, Promos. Uh, before we start this, though, Bear, why don't you let everybody know where they can find the show? Sure, guys. You can find us on Twitter at Podcast. Uh, we always like to f- put our favorite screen grabs. You'll see Well Hung there um, <laughs> this week. And uh, also, we l- always are pretty active on there. So yeah. hit us up on there. That's at Brosis Podcast. Or you can send us your long-form feedback via email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Kev, where can they find us? You can find the show wherever you're listening to it right now. Uh, any podcasting app that you use, whether it be... Uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, what have you, you will find the show. And you can listen to it, subscribe, share us with your friends, family, neighbors, coworkers, whomever. We would really appreciate you sharing the show around and helping us grow. It would mean a lot to us. Also, you can find us each and every Monday on the Jenny Position podcast feed. If you subscribe today, you will find us every Monday, as well as other great shows such as Geek and Sassy, Journey Through Infinity, and so much more. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so subscribe today, thank me later. And that'll bring us up to episode 18 promos. The cold open is Phyllis listening to a book on tape. And what book is it, Mare Bear? Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, yeah. You looked at me like a deer in the headlights. Because you're not paying attention. <laughs> I, no, I just had Phyllis She's over here rubbing her book. hands together, trying to start a fire because they're so bony. But, um, yeah. All I could think of whenever people talk about Fifty Shades of Grey is that one clip of Gilbert Gottfried reading it. <laughs> he scrunched her panties. Ew. It's the only thing I could fucking no, think dude. about. So my girlfriend made me, like she was she like. Made, she dragged me to see no, this No, she literally did. Like I did not read the books. I had the no whole BDSM interest. Thing? I had no interest in any of it. But she was like, <laughs> I need somebody to go with me. I don't want to go by myself. So I went with her. And she was like, oh my God, that movie was so hot. I'm like. 
Dude, wh- what? Well, I mean, to different people. I'm like, the acting was horrible. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're over here. You're fucking Roger Ebert over <laughs> no, here. No, but then, so, the second one comes out, right? There's She's like, a second one? There's three of them. I had no idea. Were they straight to DVD? Because I no. had no idea they about it. They were, like, huge. They didn't, no, it's they... Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades Darker, and then... <laughs> Thirty I... Shades of Grey. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then something else. But, like, she wanted to go see the second one. And I was like, listen... I'll go with you, but I swear to God, if I hear one vibrator in that theater, oh, I'm out. And were there vibrators? Like, no. <laughs> I'm so curious. I was, but why, I was, that, why that but, was like a condition? But like, I was joking about it. Uh-huh. And she's like, Mary, the movie's about BDSM. Of course there's going to be fucking vibrators. And I go, oh, she thought Ashley, this... I did not oh, mean was her? the fucking movie. Oh, God, this makes so much <laughs> sense. Like, I did not mean in the movie. Okay. I meant in the theater. And in it was the a theater. fucking joke. Let's go to the movie. Mm. Like... But she got so pissed because she thought that I was saying, like, if there's a vibrator in this movie, I will not go. Like, do you think I'm that big of a prude? You like, have, Jesus Christ. You have no idea how many loose ends were just tied together with this, <laughs> with this story. Holy shit. I just, I was, I'm over here connecting the dots like constellations in the sky right now. Holy shit. Anyway, yeah, okay, Fifty so, Shades of Grey audiobook. Yeah, and like she's grinding on her chair. She's, she's like literally like humping yeah. her chair. And like everybody's like really grossed out by this. Yeah. <laughs> Meredith says, let her finish. She'll calm down. <laughs> She'll finish eventually. Yeah. So they all go into Andy, and Toby's reading from the book, like the, oh, the, the rules HR. and regulations. He's like, she can have feelings of arousal. It's when she acts on them that we you can fire her. So. <sighs> Dwight is just like, fuck this. He goes out and dumps water on her. And so Andy <laughs> goes out. Water. Yeah, Andy goes out. He takes her phone. iPod. Yeah. iPod. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was a blue iPod. Oh, well, he takes it from her. He's like, you can have it at the end of the day. Oh. And then we see him in the office getting turned oh, on. Oh, which is even grosser. Yeah, and he gets a bucket of water dumped on him. Good. On the Nard dogs. Ugh. On the Nards. <laughs> so, um, yeah. That's I don't ever want to see his vinegar face. Ugh. Well, he, yeah, that was definitely his, like, his... Oh man, how do I put it? It's you know what? I'm gonna stop myself because I was gonna Thank take you. I was gonna take it to a really bad Thank place. You. So um, Dwight is having women trouble. He's talking to uh, Clark about it because he's at their clump now, mm-hmm. and he's talking about Esther and says the father wants to go on a long term tractor lease with mm-hmm. him for their farms, and Clark is just like playing along because it's ridiculous to him. Yeah, and Angela is like li- listening in and she's like laughing. And she does a talking head where she pretty much just thinks that Esther is like some bumpkin. She's she's a Brussels sprout farmer. Brussels sprout farmer. Mm-hmm. She thinks that she's like this brutish, ugly, like you know, like Aunt Shirley, <laughs> basically. So like Inga or Helga. Helga. So Pam and Jim uh, are on a phone call, and it's awkward. There's no chemistry. Like you know what though, that happens. Like no, I'm not saying it doesn't, yeah. but like it's like very pronounced because oh, yeah. it's it's excruciating to watch. Like you and Jim's like, oh, what was I gonna say? And it's yeah. like nothing. Yeah, we're con- gonna say anything. The conversation is dead. Yeah, but so it's awkward to watch. But Jim says he's meeting Ru- with Ryan Howard, to which Pam oh, is like, how? Does, like, no, no, she said your assistant oh. told me you have a meeting set up with Ryan Howard. How? Yeah, and he's just like, no, no, the baseball player. Yeah, she's like. Oh, like you know, not she, the drug okay, dealer. I gotta be honest with you. I'm sorry, druggie. As a guy who's been in you know relationships and dated and stuff like that, and I'm a sports fan, mm-hmm. it's hard to have a relationship, especially Jim and Pam, where they've been together for years, to be with someone. And if you're a giant sports nut and they have no inkling whatsoever of your teams, or like you are my sister, you read fuck like you were never a sports fan, Mm-mm. but now you're just like. Word on the street is that Tom Brady has tightness in his quads. Like, you read, like, fucking injury report, like, you know. That's because I want to win. And because of the family pick Yeah. But, like, the thing is, like... Which is funny because my husband does not well, watch any sports, which is exactly. why I picked my husband. <laughs> well, and on another hand, though, with Scotty, you know music. Yes. Because, and, That's like, it might not interest, be stuff... It, yeah. But it's something that we are both interested in, so I make an effort. And you guys might not like the same kind, yeah. but you're abreast of what he is yeah. attentive to. And, like, that's the way it is, like, when you're going out with people. Like, if you're not a sports fan, and if she doesn't put in the effort to yeah. even bother, it's just like, well, this is one thing that I really like. And, like, I went to see the fucking Vow in theaters with you, <laughs> where Rachel McAdams' head smashed through a fucking windshield. You know, like, the least you could do is know who, know who Jake Plummer is. Real life example, Kev? Yeah, I popped so hard at that scene. Because it, so, it was so comically done. And then Channing Tatum looking like a friggin' orangutan, like... Oh, she's hurt. Oh, you yeah. Know. But 
Anyway, I digress. So he's meeting with Ryan Howard, Philly's first baseman from yes. 2013. Who used to play on the Red Barons. Which is the local Scranton... Of, well, the not longer. Used to be. So back in... Starting in 1989. 89 through 2007. Did we talk about this? I think we have before. The Red Barons were the AAA baseball affiliate in Scranton. Wilkes for Philly. For the Philadelphia Phillies. Since 2008, it has been the New York Yankees AAA Little farm Yankees. team. Yankees. Well, they're not anymore. They're the Rail Riders now because they yeah. keep it local. But yeah, like so when we were kids, we saw... Chase Utley, Ryan Howard, Mike Lieberthal. The Duckworth. Duckworth, Brandon Wolf, Carlos Ruiz, <laughs> Jimmy Rollins, Scott Rowland. Like, all those yep. guys came through. Uh, John Zuber, I don't think he's as big in Philly. <laughs> but, like, we saw all the guys yeah. who came, went on to win a World Series with the Phillies. And our and, grandfather razzed every single yeah, he one of them. Season, season tickets with the big guy down there just <laughs> ripping umpires and players to shreds. Bombard. Yeah, oh, the old manager. Friggin' asshole. <laughs> But then you had the uh, the Yankees team come down here, and now you know you get to see the rehab assignments of Jeter and Clemens and yeah, guys like that. Yeah, that is pretty cool. We had Brett Gardner and all the guys now: Aaron Judge, uh, Gary Sanchez. See, you don't know because I don't you're not know married to a Yankee fan. Yeah, but like all these guys who went on to greatness now mm. came through Scranton. Like it's crazy when looking back, and especially visiting teams like Mookie Betts and like all these other guys who came up with other teams. But. Uh, yeah, we're talking we about sports a lot on this one. Yeah, we But anyway, digress. Ryan Howard was a, like an MVP caliber first baseman for the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone is gathered around Oscar now in the office watching promos for a documentary. Woo! He loves the paper. Like, it's, go, it's very oh, dramatic. Oh, yeah, when it was like the paper. I was yeah. like, really? And it says, when it says the loves, it shows Jim and Pam, like young mm-hmm. Jim and Pam. Yeah. And it also, also shows uh, Angela and Dwight, the concussion episode, yes. when Dwight ba- like slaps her ass yes. in the break room. And, uh, you know, it's on WVIA, the local affiliate of PBS. Yes. And Kevin does a talking head where he says, I thought we were specimens in a human zoo. What? <laughs> this is this is part of season nine's problem where, especially since Andy was gone for a portion of it, mm-hmm. they didn't have a Michael Scott. They didn't have a Robert California. They didn't have an anchor. So all their other regular cast members had to crank it up to a 12. Yeah. And Kevin now apparently is an invalid mentally. <sighs> Like you know what I mean? Like no, they, I know. What like you I mean. know he was slow witted and like, everything. Yeah, but... he was slow witted, but he was still. But like, and it's not said mo- sarcastically. But then he has moments of clarity, like at the with at, the senator. Yeah, yeah. You're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so like, this is my problem with season nine is how they just crank everything up to a ridiculous level. Yeah. The espresso episode, I think, is a key. Yeah. Marker in that, you know what I mean? So Angela is at her desk rewatching the promo, as is Pam, who is like looking at her and Jim and be like. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. how we were. And then Clark, Clark, Clark is laughing at Jim's hair. Mm-hmm. You fell in love with that hair? It's so stupid. Uh, Andy is excited for positive YouTube comments about him. Uh, now we go back to Philly. And Ryan Howard arrives because he had a subway gig at the time. He just introduces himself and says, eat fresh after every <laughs> sentence. Hi, eat fresh. And he looks at the camera and goes, eat fresh. <laughs> so uh, Dwight looks for a... Um, what is a snack for? Oh, okay. So Esther's Esther. coming to the to, for about the tractor or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Dwight's looking for a snack for her, and he's like, "I think she likes carrots and apples." And of course, Angela's there. She's like, "Oh, because she's a fucking horse." Yeah, you know? oh, horse face bitch. Can her big teeth chomp through that? And then Aaron enters and says, <laughs> "There's people here who look like they come from the forest where we harvest our paper." <laughs> And Angela and Dwight run out, and Angela's just like, "Oh, I can't wait to see these swamp things." Yeah. And then she sees like. The farmer and his five daughters and Esther, and she's like, oh. Oh, fuck. She's a banger. Yeah, and she's like 23. Yeah. Oh, did they say that? <laughs> no, but you can tell us she's young. Yeah, she is. There's no blemishes. Yeah. So, uh, Pam mentioned... Hi, Dwight. Hi, Dwight. Yeah, she's so southern. She's yeah. a belle. Yeah. Like, she should be twirling a parasol talking about <laughs> cotillion. Like, what the fuck? So, Pam is in the break room with Stanley, and she's like, oh, man, we've all changed, you know, watching those promos. And Stanley says, we've all changed, as he eats a pretzel. Yep. Because it's pretzel... Well, they don't say it's pretzel day. We don't know if it's pretzel day, but he has a soft pretzel. And that's one thing that never changes. Yep. So, uh, Jim and Daryl are with uh, Ryan Howard, and he says he can act, and that he wrote a screenplay called The Big Piece, which was his nickname, where he is a baseball player who hits a home run so far into space, and it comes back with space dust that turns him into a superhero called The Big Piece. Yep. And he pulls out a script for it, and Jim and Daryl are like, oh, we're doing this, all right. In the conference room now, uh, they're talking about the promos, and Toby mentions that, like, oh, it's, I'm going to be on TV. It'll be like my last Chad Flinderman novel about a girl, or about an actress called The Small Scream. <laughs> it's so stupid. That's amazing. 
amazing. How many fucking novels has a he read? Lot, man. He's got like fifty novels. He's got a lot going on. So Oscar runs in, and they found a new promo in Danish, and the high like they show like highlights, and Kevin, it's interpreted it says dumpster man when it shows him, <laughs> and with Angela, it's it's her and Dwight coming out of the that the warehouse that like, room where Dwight yeah, was naked after having a romp, and they call her the three p.m. girl. And she's like, wait, the 3 p.m. girl. Oh, my God! And that's where everybody realizes that they've been filmed without their knowledge. Mm -hmm. And they're like, he's hiding in the stacks. Mm -hmm. And they all look at the camera. And then they're all trying to... Like, they're all acting weird. Like, oh, I did not know. Like, they're trying to talk, you know, without... Because the the cameras are there. Yeah. And Meredith (laughs) says, like, she's a private person. But if they want to see it, she just whips her tits out. Well, she's like... I show them when I want to show them. And she's woof, yeah. just like Marty Girl. They're like, oh my God, Meredith. Oscar does a talking head where he's like, you know, I had a very intimate uh I told you guys a lot of intimate things. About a certain political career that could be tanked by this. You're not going to use any of that, are you? So uh, Andy is still stoked for the comments. And all of the users' names are basically penis euphemisms. Um, they all go for a walk now down to the warehouse and they shut off their mics. Of course, these... Predatory cameramen are still like lurking. They're using the boom mics. Boom yep. mic Brian. <laughs> and Plop tells Pam that she should talk to Brian. Well, I love that everybody's like, oh my god, we like, what's, what have they seen? And blah, blah, blah. And Stanley goes, oh, yeah. they're like, well, Cynthia, like, your wife well, already yeah, knows about Cynthia. And he goes, yeah, but neither of them know about Lydia. He has another <laughs> mistress. And none of us knew until he mentioned it. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, we go outside. Clark is on a tractor with two of the girls flirting. <laughs> and Dwight and the dad are talking turkey about the terms of the tractor. Mm-hmm. And he tries using Esther for leverage. Yeah. And that's... Very strange of a dad to, like, pimp out his daughter like that. Oh, it's that. happening. And then we see Clark up on the tractor. And two the, the girls t- start saying that they should buy an auger together. Yeah. He'd be great to buy an auger with. <laughs> So uh, we see Stanley on the phone with his wife saying that they can't watch TV for a few months. Yeah. The the man said that there's electrical issues. Uh, Andy is responding to comments about like, oh, he's hot. Oh, he's not. And then there's one. He's going down. He's like, oh, this one says he's hot. And then the one under it, he's gay. <laughs> and then he re- he's like typing a rebuttal to Texas Puntapa. <laughs> this is a great name. Um... Dwight and the dad go over turns. Clark wants to talk to him, though, and takes him to the side and says that he's being conned, that the girls are too hot for them, mm-hmm. and, like, they're using them as bait. So Pam arrives at Brian's, and he's all excited. Yeah, he He's is. like, oh, my God, let's go sit down outside. Oh, my God, I'll get you some beer. Like, he's like a puppy. Yeah. The puppy who lost his way. Uh, Angela and Oscar are in the stairs. She's playing I'm Proud to Be an American yes. on a boombox loudly. <laughs> and um, She's asking, what did they see? What did you tell yeah, them? And Oscar's like, I kissed him on Halloween. And she goes, he was dressed as Reagan and slaps him across the face. I love that he goes, and he kissed like Jack Kennedy. And she slaps him again. <laughs> and my favorite, she goes, stop kissing him. <laughs> uh, so, he was dressed like Ronald Reagan. <laughs> so, <laughs> Pam asks Brian about Jim if he's changed because this is the whole thing she saw the promo on how they used to be mm-hmm. and she thinks that he's really into his work and Brian agrees like he's just like I forget how he words it exactly do you remember where he's just like I'm not going to tell you you're not crazy to think that you know what I mean mm-hmm. he says that you got a lot to say um, but then she asks about the privacy that they have or haven't had. And he basically says they had none for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And she like runs off. She's like, I can't. Okay, I got to go. Bye. And she just takes off. He's like, Pam, no, I can explain everything. Pam, Pam. And she slams the door in his face. Hopefully this is the last we see of Mr. Brian. Now you have a lot to okay. say. Do you want to wait till the end or do you want to do it now? It's up to you. I'm going to let you do I can do it now. Okay. Okay. So, you literally just had a fucking fight with your husband. About this. About this. Yeah. About going to somebody else and having intimate conversations about your marriage with him. So, why the fuck, after seeing that they were secretly filming you, would you go to this guy's apartment and instead <clears throat> of saying, like, hey, did they film everything first? Did Jim change? Yeah, she has all these, like... Dude, that is the worst fucking thing you could do. You are such a stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, you literally just got over this hump in your marriage. Because this is the guy who... And now you're, would, you're rehashing it. This is the guy who would prey on her, too, because she's yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. And she goes to him when she's vulnerable, you know what I mean? Like, That's what I mean. Like, you're literally just opening the wound and just opening the door for this to be an issue again. Yeah. 
idiot. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Jim and Daryl are now uh, talking about the evil space Yankees eat fresh in the script. <laughs> And that's when Ryan Howard says... That will pay for the... The exploding oh, helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he also wants the rights to Darth Vader in this movie. <laughs> Do, Ryan Howard reading this script and like his excitement, he's like a, a scene stealer in, yeah. this, in this show. He's awesome. Uh, Dwight and Clark now are together in Dwight's coffee nook. And they say they should go out and score a couple fours. Because, you know, Esther's a ten and the best Dwight's ever done is a nine. With Angela, and <laughs> well, she rejected him. It's current in nine, but nonetheless. I wouldn't even say she's that Well, much. no, that's what Clark I said. know, I know. I'm just... Yeah. Like, but, uh, so Esther comes in, and she kind of sells her dad out that he's going to turn around on Dwight and on weekends Lisa to another people. He's going to pr- pocket a profit. And she really is into Dwight. She's not mm-hmm. just, like... She's not just tractor bait. Yeah. So then Clark asks about augers, what one is... And, like, her and Dwight are just, like, to dig fence... Or fence post yeah. holes, you know. And they're just like laughing. I think at one point she goes, so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Angela and Oscar now are together and they leave a voicemail for the senator where they're very high pitched and chipper. Hi, honey. Yeah. (laughs) But they butcher it because she just goes, I cheated on you with Dwight and it's on film. And Oscar goes, I think you're going to be outed as gay. (laughs) Bye. Have a good night. (laughs) Uh, Andy does a banjo video on YouTube calling out his haters. Ugh. And we find out that Nellie was the troll leaving the comments. No, that was actually fantastic. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Pam is watching the promo again. And she does a talking head where she said, I hope you get sound on everything. I'd love that. I'd love a DVD of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we see Dwight Nestor driving the tractor home as traffic backs up. Very Bobby Boucher. Yes. You all right? So that'll bring the, be the end of that one promos. Uh, what'd you give it? I gave it a three. I gave it three point four. Okay, we're close then. I like this, this is one the best episode in a while. <laughs> yeah, everybody had a moment. Angela yeah. and Oscar in season nine are just fucking pure. Oh, gold. they're hilarious. Yeah, he was dressed like Ronald Reagan. <laughs> and he kissed like Jack Kennedy. She just kept slapping him. <laughs> Stop slapping me. I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> that song of all songs. It's amazing. But um, it like, was just very nostalgic in some parts. And there was a. a there was no plop Aaron. Yeah. Andy was downgraded to just being like, oh, look, there's YouTube videos. And he gets pranked at the end. Mm-hmm. You got rid of that cancer. Thank um, God. Like, the, the the stuff with Ryan Howard was money. Yeah. I fucking love that stuff. That was great. Especially for a sports fan. Like, I mean, again, I knew who Ryan Howard was because we used to go to the Red Barons game. Mm-hmm. So I knew the name. I knew he went down to Philly. Yeah. So After like, that? With the Trent yeah. Edwards sighting last week and yeah. they're just going after Philly's bums I guess <laughs> but um so th- the thing is as I kind of ripped the farm last time but yeah, um, did. this one the tractor stuff was just kind of I don't know how to feel about it because like they're going with this whole Dwight Esther thing but and it's I, also getting Angela's feathers in a rough is it well no but the thing is it didn't because mm. no no in the beginning she saw Esther and she was like oh whatever but then she forgot about it because of the promo stuff you know what I mean? Like, they moved on to something else. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, it was good. Like mm-hmm. I said, everybody worrying in that. Maybe that'll lead to a few weeks of good stuff. Because we're only, what, five episodes? We only have five episodes left in the series, <sighs> guys, guys. it's the home stretch, and then we're going to announce the next project. <laughs> Woo! But um, overall, um, like, I don't know. The, the tractor thing kind of threw me off. I like I like Clark more than I thought I would when yeah. he was introduced. I do. Cause I, uh, I like him more than Plop. Oh, Plop is the fucking word. I'm so glad he had one line in this. Did he even have one? He's line? the one who told Pam to go see Brian. Oh, but that, yeah. you know, that's another thing is the Brian thing. Like, fuck that. Like, I know at the Ooh, end, Mike Brian blows. I know, like the whole thing that we're supposed to take away from this is that at the end, Pam saw how they used to be and it reignited her love for Jim. Like, they're supposed to change. They're individuals over ten years. They're yeah. going to change. Like, nothing stays the same. And she realizes that, like, you know, we're gonna have, like, we should move to Philly because change isn't all bad it's good like i get that that i think that's where they're going with it but i could be wrong that's how i interpreted it okay but um she's still a drama llama like there's no reason to include this brian guy like i'm yeah i i or uh, why go to his house when you could just call him yeah and like i remember when you said this was two seasons ago or no it was last season when you said that kathy was the most hated Mm -hmm. dude brian (laughs) <laughs> like there's no reason that I should like yeah. this guy at all, but f- I actually so I saw a funny meme. Speaking no, of go Kathy, for it. go for it. And it was Kathy on the phone before they're going to Ka- Tallahassee, and she's like, 
Of course me and Jim are going to hook up. It's three weeks in Tallahassee. What else is there to do? And on the other side, it's Toby going, I don't care what you have to do. Make them break up. <laughs> <laughs> and that made me laugh so hard. Awesome. Well, anyway. I guess that's it for this. Anything else you want no, to talk to? I have to? nothing else. All right, guys. Too. So that'll do it for this week. If you want to reach out to us, you know, find us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast. We'll follow back. We're follow back whores. Or if you have longer form feedback, send it to the email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Yes. And then, guys, next week we're going to cover Season 9, Episode 20, Stairmageddon. And Episode 20, Airpl- Paper Airplane. No idea what's coming up. But those sound fun, I guess. Mm-hmm. Paper Airplane. But uh, you can find us on any podcasting app you listen to, you know, on Anchor, Podbean, Google, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, you'll find us. So, and each and every Monday on the Jenny Position podcast feed, along with other great content. So subscribe today to that. You'll find us each and every Monday there. So uh, until next time, guys, we'll catch you on down the road. Bye, guys. Get it, never gonna get it right, right.